Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Paraprobe. 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 It is 6 p.m. on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Bring me moose and squirrel. It's 6 p.m. Saturday afternoon. Uh, what's today's date? August 13th. Wow, man. The beginning of this year went by slow, and now it's like flying by. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely flying by. Yeah. Blah. So, I have a public service announcement I wanted to bring up at the beginning of the show. Because this happened to my wife yesterday. So, (laughs) at her place of employment, there was three urgent phone calls from Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. She wound up calling the number. The individual claimed to be a deputy officer, which they're not called officers, um, from Hillsborough County. And she had a warrant for her arrest. Now, this warrant was in 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 part because she had missed uh according to this you know officer had missed her court date for jury duty they had her in a panic because she thought for sure in the beginning it might be legit because of calling her work employment and all that she doesn't know much about the law enforcement side and protocols and how you know how that works in turn what they wound up doing was telling her that she had to stay on the line with him uh, not to be hanging up and calling anybody and all that, um, that she had to turn herself in at this address, which was for the office of the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department in downtown Tampa. Now, they said her bail was $2,475. She was saying, I don't have that kind of money on, on hand, you know. And, and the reason why I'm giving this whole story, because I'm going to give what happened at the end after this. My wife being smart, started noticing some red flags and what the person was saying and this, that, and the other. Now, she was heading to go turn herself in. The individual said, if you don't have the money, you can go to Apollo Beach area. We can give the the, the address, um, you know, pull the money from the bank first, go to this address in Apollo Beach, um, and, you know, just bring what you can. Uh, they can cut a voucher, and you take that to the sheriff's department, and they will release you without arresting you at that time for missing jury duty. Now, all the red flags were there, all right? And so, of course, my wife, being smart, was not texting me by the phone like they asked. She was messaging me by computer. And, of course, I was like, yeah, it's a scam. So I wound up, of course, calling Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, told them what was happening. And I'm gonna let, And the reason why I'm bringing this up, because this is actually happening a lot in our neck of the woods. First off, if you have a warrant for your arrest, this by protocol, especially for Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, they will not call you to tell you you have a warrant. They'll just show up. They just show up. <laughs> Secondly, they're not even going to waste the resources if somebody did miss jury duty. Because, you know, like they say at the bottom, if you don't, you know, come in for jury duty, you can wind up with a bench warrant, blah, 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 right? Yeah. Didn't have, <laughs> they're not going to waste resources of sending him an officer, an officer, well, a deputy to your Ossifer? home. Yeah, an officer. An officer. A deputy to your home to pick you up for, you know, not showing up for jury duty. They're not going to waste the resources of, of something of that magnitude. 
So, yeah, if you get a phone call from anybody claiming to be Hillsborough County Sheriff or any other law enforcement agency, honestly, and because uh, I know I've known of this to happen in Pinellas County, too, in Pinellas County, same thing. They're like, no, we don't call anybody to tell them they have a warrant. We show up there. So if you get that phone call, hang up. It's fake. It's a trap. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to Admiral Akbar. He knows. It's, it's a, a trap. trap. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the the scary part behind this is, is they were doing their research on her. They knew about her job, her place of employment, the whole shebang. You can find a lot of that on Facebook. Exactly. Though. Yeah. But I'm just saying, and they were steering her to go get money and go to an undisclosed location by herself. Yeah. Yeah. They the kidnapper. They, they plan on either robbing her, kidnapping her, whatever the case may be. Now, I have two rules in my life. Don't mess with my wife. Don't mess with my kids. That's all I'm going to say about that because anything after that can be used against me in a court of law. And I'm going to leave it at that. Leave it. Yeah. So, people, for everybody out there listening in the audience right now, and I'm sure this goes for Sarasota, you know, all over our area because, like, you know, we're, we're Tampa guys. We're Tampa Bay area. You know, and of course, you know, Sarasota is my hometown. So in Sarasota area, Bradenton, you know, if you happen to hear somebody calling you or calling a loved one and they're like, oh, my God, I got to get, you know, this money up. I got to go, you know, to this place to get a voucher in order to bail myself out. Um, you know, I got a call from the sheriff's department or the police department saying I had a warrant. It's a scam. Don't fall for it. So I want to throw that out there. Yep. They'll also do it with the IRS. But even though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody tried a couple of years back with my wife at the IRS, and uh, it's like, I'm not talking to you, sir. I'm like, you are. <laughs> you are talking to me. Yeah, because they told her that she couldn't call. Now, this is what's funny. She told them that she was driving, and she may lose signal, but she'll call right back if she does once she gets signal again, right? Mm-hmm. So she hung up and called me, right? Mm-hmm. Told me what was going on. I'm like, call him back. So she called him back. And she's like, hello, deputy, I'm, I'm back, I got my signal back. And I said, hey, how you doing? I said, uh, I just spoke with Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. There is no warrant for my wife whatsoever. I'm like, so who are you? Who you be? Nobody would answer. And, of course, they wound up just hanging up. So, yeah, yeah, don't fall for it. If you ever get a phone call from someone claiming to be law enforcement or, like, with Jesse's wife, IRS, no, even the IRS, it's even on their website. They will not call you. They don't call you. They All just right? show up. Yeah. Well, most of the time it's, okay, typically in protocol, if you had a warrant for your arrest, something other than jury duty, yeah, for not showing up, <laughs> um, they're, they're going to come to your, you know, your home or your place of employment because obviously if you got a warrant for your arrest, if they're going to pick you up, it's something serious. All right. They're going to show up to pick you up. All right, they're not going to, like, like, like we're. Um, I hate to be beating beating a dead horse on this, but I want to make sure this gets through to everybody. And this is from the deputy that I spoke to at Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. They do not call you. So if you get this phone call, ignore it. Just, just laugh and be like, whatever, pal, and hang up and block the number. Because if she would have gone, which she was intending on going, God knows how that could have turned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd be making CNN. CNN. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. All right. Can we move on? Now we can move on. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. All right. 
So today we're talking about treasure hunting. Yeah. You want to get your Josh Gates on? Yeah, if you want to roll into Josh Gates first. What am I going to roll into him with? I thought you already had something you're going to talk about since no, you brought up Josh. No, oh. no, 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 no. No homework again? I did homework. Okay. This was easy though. Okay. Well, start. Okay. Okay. What we were talking about tonight, what we were intent on talking about, is just where we would go treasure hunting, like yeah. scuba diving, digging, whatever. More likely scuba diving. We like swimming. Yeah. We like water. We like water stuff. And I'm gonna start with cold water, Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. So Lake Erie is the shallowest of the five Great Lakes, but it's got a lot of shipwrecks. Yeah. Um, I remember going through there when I was working on tugboats, and left and right, shipwrecks. You had to stay, like, in the channel, in the channel. You couldn't deviate at all. Oh, yeah. Or you might hit a ship. Yeah. Like, old abandoned ships. I would love to see what kind of stuff is down there and just where, what stuff looks like and what is living down there in those ships. Because oh, I'm telling you, man. you always have the legends in, like, you know, deep lakes. Like, where I grew up, there was a lake that's probably, like, 1,200 feet deep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, there's catfish down there that's the size of a school bus. Some divers went down. And you hear about every deep lake. Some divers went down there and said they will never go swimming in that lake ever again. Yep, all the time. Every every deep lake you hear that yeah. quote-unquote legend about. At Lithia Springs there in Tampa, you know how they got the underwater spring that goes from one to another? Mm-hmm. There used to be divers that used to go through it. You know, and go from through the tunnels. But people were getting hung up in there and drowning, so they finally put metal grates oh, yeah. over it so um, people can do it. Oh, what is that? Jenny Springs. Yeah. There's a, there's a place where people were, um, what is it? What do they call it when they cave dive? Oh, there's a word for it. Uh, I know spelunking is yes, when Yes, yeah. yes. There we go. But I think spelunking is when you're just, ex- like, exploring caves but not underwater. Either way, like, ten people got trapped down there and died. They were never found. Like, they were wow. never rescued. Which kind of like sketches me out about it, but still want to look. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. eh, kind of sketchy. Still want to do it. We are gonna die doing something stupid. We already know this. It's Probably. not a secret. Yeah. But uh, like for me, like um, I want to hit all around the Keys, the Bahamas, you know, all, all around the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Clear water. Dude, there's treasure all over in that area. And and by treasure, we're not just meaning like our pirate gold and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about. Tell them the story about the lady who uh, found out her husband was cheating on a big old yacht. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I will. This is treasure. This is it. I'm going to say it's from a non-disclosed location, Key West. Um, <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah, there was a a doctor and a wife that was down there, and uh, and they lived there at the time, I believe, or they may have been on vacation. They they could have been on vacation. Anyways, the wife during this period in time found out while they're on a boat. That her hubby had a boyfriend. That day was her birthday. Oh, God. I forgot about that. He had bought her a $30,000 tennis bracelet. That's Kobe Bryant level. Yeah. Was that Kobe? Dude, this guy. This was it guy, Kobe that did that? Like when he got caught cheating, he bought his wife. I like, don't know. Rest his soul and all, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was some basketball star. Yeah. He bought like a $30,000 ring or something. But, yeah, $30,000 bracelet. And she, in front of God and everybody, yelling at him about it, snatched it off her wrist and threw it off the boat. Bloop. Right in the water. Now, <laughs> at this point in time, me being me, I am crying because I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> I'm, like, having to move away from the crowd because I'm, like, somebody is going to be, like, telling me to shut up or something because I couldn't hold it in. I was dying. It was hilarious. The stuff she was saying, I cannot repeat on radio 
then this but the stuff that she was saying priceless it was worth more than than the bracelet it was hilarious and uh it had a lot to do with size and some other stuff so <laughs> we'll leave it at that and uh so anywho later that night you know me worried and concerned about what happened i went looking for the bracelet and uh <laughs> worried and concerned huh <laughs> yeah couldn't find it man all all the you know from all the boats coming in and out and all that kicking up all the silt and everything I, I couldn't find it but i have a feeling i think somebody had already dove prior to me going out there and probably found it and retrieved it i would have dove like right then and there like i would have been totally it would have went bloop, and i would have went whoosh, like a hundred percent yeah my sound effects are on point aren't they yep but I tell you, man, that that was one of those moments where it, it oh god, I love being a fly on the wall for that one because the stuff that she was saying about him and cutting him down about had me just crying. I wish to God this is one of those days I wish I actually had my phone flipped out and you know at the time because it's like years ago. So flip it been phone, flip phone activated. Yep, flip phone activated, buddy. I've been recording that. It was hilarious. So, uh, but anyways, so yeah, now. Talking about treasures, and I brought this up once before, prior on one of our shows one time, um, that there was a father and son I told you about. Mm-hmm. They was walking the beach down the Keys. And they found a big old emerald? Yeah, they found a piece of what they thought was green mm-hmm. glass that, you know, from maybe possibly from an old pirate vessel. And so they sent this piece of glass out to a friend of theirs to analyze it and see if it, like, may, may have came from, like, an old, you know, Spanish galleon, you know, or something like that nature, or a pirate boat or whatever. And come to find out, they, this was on the beach, too, that they were walking on in the Keys and found. Turned out to be one of the biggest emeralds ever found. It was worth like $90 million. It's insane. Sorry. And that's just walking the beach. Walking the beach. Yeah. And that's that's the type of stuff. Like, I'm not trying to find, like, old, like, pirate treasure or, like, Spanish galleons or anything like that. I'm looking for, like... Just random things. Like, yeah. some of the – I would – one place I would definitely do, and I would do it with one of those magnets on a string or whatever, mm-hmm. would be like the North River in New York. It oh would be the God. only reason I would go to New York. I mean, it's nasty, but um, imagine how many, like, firearms you would find oh my God, <laughs> from, man. like, the Between, mob. I was going to say <laughs> firearms, bodies. <laughs> yeah, you probably find God knows what down there. Like, the just the interesting stuff that mm. you would find. And I'm like you. Like for me, it's it's not about like I'm going, you know, that we want to go out there to become, you know, these big grand treasure hunters and find millions of dollars in gold and all that. To be real, there honestly, there is so much treasure out there in the open ocean. It's valued into the trillions of dollars easily. And I just want to find something different that nobody like. I would, dude, I would kill for us to go diving and find a USO. Yes, I was literally going to say that. How I awesome like, would that be? What, what if we actually found like alien, like an alien spacecraft in there, and like proved everything right? Be like, hey, um, so what happened was we uh, <laughs> we were down here diving and uh, flying saucer, ta-da! <laughs> I was going for lobster. Jesse said, "Hey, look at this. I thought we found a big old trash can. Nope, <laughs> it was Spock." <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh my god, dude. Okay, finding treasure would make you famous. 
that would make you beyond famous. You globally known, you yeah, you'd probably get like a you know some kind of like you know medal from the government or something. Who knows what? You know. <laughs> no, you'd get arrested. Or you probably wind up disappearing by yeah, the government. You'd be yeah. in Guantanamo Bay, being waterboarded. How long have you been in cahoots with aliens? How long have you been in contact with them? <laughs> Can you imagine being there in Guantanamo Bay? Being waterboarded? No, not that. Sitting in jail. And, you know, you're in there with other inmates, obviously. Like, what are you in for? I found a UFO. No, really, what are you in for? No, really, I found a UFO. I found a UFO. Yeah, dude, they're going to think you're nuts. Yeah, you'll be in there with, you know, people who let, you know, secrets slip. And Mm -hmm. I feel like Guantanamo Bay, they say it's for terrorists and all these enemies of the country. I feel like that's where they send people that they make disappear. Like, you'd be over there hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein or something. You get, like, 25 people who, like, found a way to make motors run off water. You get, like, another 30 that found UFOs. Mm -hmm. It's, like, all this, like, conspiracy stuff that they're all locked away. Yeah. He was trading national treasure information. The dude worked at Walmart. How did he have secret top, you know, classified information? No, he, he, nope. Nope. Yeah. I, I'm not, that was the I guy who found the UFO. I can't say what I was going to say. Bad Jesse. Yeah. So, yeah, you found Epstein's travel log? Yeah. That no. what you going to say? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. It was worse. Oh, okay. It was so bad. Okay. But, yeah, oh. so now one of the biggest treasures, like, obviously ever found down the Keys is uh, from Mel Fisher. He found what is known as the Atocha Motherlode. All right. Mother yeah. The Atocha, the amount of silver and gold that they found is estimated at four hundred and fifty million dollars. Jesus. Yeah. When I lived down in Key West, man, I've been to like the Mel Fisher Museum. I actually have a coin necklace from the museum of like one of the coins that was found. Obviously a reprint, but, you know, still nice. And uh, so the Atocha, it included 40 tons of gold and silver, 40 tons. Uh, there are some 114,000 of the Spanish silver coins known as pieces of eight, gold coins, Colombian emeralds, gold and silver artifacts, and a thousand silver ingots. You know what really sucks about all of this? Hmm. If you find it, you don't get to keep it unless it's literally on your property. There are <laughs> certain ways in treasure hunting that you can keep um, like there's one guy who found a, God, I can't think of his name. Um, he found a, a major mother load also Spanish galleon found a bunch of all this gold, silver. It was estimated at over like $120 million. He wound up being able to keep 98% of it. Do you have to pay taxes on that then? Oh yeah. Yeah. There are taxes that come out of that. Do they take like gold and silver? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. You know, it's something we're gonna have to do our homework on before we find all this stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, it's crazy about the amount because you got to think that that was the mode of transportation. You know, for hundreds of years has always been by ship. You know, going even even for like what we would consider local driving. Like let's say you live in Florida and you're traveling to Texas. Instead of going all the way up and around, back in the day they took ships across. You know, that was the mode of transportation because it's kind of like how you fly nowadays, taking all the cargo and the people and yada, yada, yada. That was the mode of transportation. So there have been, you know, God knows how many ships have gone across the the Gulf of Mexico, uh, the Atlantic, the Pacific. I mean, throughout history that had been lost that we just aren't even aware of and that one day we could just up and find randomly. It happens. Oh, yeah. Well, another place I would go 
Mm-hmm. Galveston, Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because literally, like, everything washes up in Galveston somehow. So, anecdotal, but I was on a supply boat, mm-hmm. and we, uh, rough weather, whatever, we lost a life ring. Got in trouble for it, but we lost a life ring. Mm-hmm. So, we replaced it and went on about our lives, got yelled at. It is what it is. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> maybe two weeks later, we got a life ring in the mail, our life ring. <laughs> from one of the other boats that was hanging out in Galveston for on a job. And they're like, hey, you lost us. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, like even in the Navy and the Coast Guard, if you lose a life ring off one of the vessels, you have to immediately report it. Yeah. If you lose it. But it, it, it keeps other people from finding it and thinking a ship went down. Yeah. Well, so. and it just wound up in Galveston, though. Yeah. Like, out of all places, Galveston. Well, that's because of how the currents travel. Yeah. You know, from coming, well, you already know, man, how, they're tra- you well, know, how they inform, travel around the Gulf. Inform the audience, Mr. Hancock. Well, like the current basically, like you have like your Gulf Stream, all right? You have waters that are running from like, you know, south currents running north up the eastern seaboard to run from like Florida up to New York. Hence why sometimes we actually get great whites down here, great. stuff like that, once in a blue moon. It's great. Yeah, and then, like, around the Gulf of Mexico, this is, like, one of the reasons why, like, uh, what do you call it, uh, red tide will travel from, like, on the Gulf Coast of Florida all the way up and around over to Texas because of the way the currents push and rotate. And so it winds up hitting, like, Alabama, Louisiana, so on and so forth, all the way around to Texas. Um, sometimes when the wind plays factor into it, it may take more of a curve and actually just wind up going straight across. Um, or sometimes, depending because the wind does play factor in this, sometimes it may push it straight right into the west side of you know our coast. Um, hence, the same thing with hurricanes too, why it pushes certain directions. So there you go. Now the audience learned something new today. What do you got next, bro? Um, so my next one is over in the Caribbean because I just want to go. To the Caribbean. <laughs> That's not really to do with treasure. <laughs> I want to go over to Jamaica, hang out for a day, you know, over to the Bahamas, hang out for a day, all around the, you know, the Caribbean. But all around the Caribbean is definitely infamous for different types of, you know, lost treasures and such. And the reason for being is because these waters all around, you know, from the eastern seaboard of Florida, heading out over to like, you know, to the Bahamas and then going down toward like the Caribbean and all that, these waters also are filled big time with a lot of reefs and a lot of shallow areas Mm -hmm. and of course back in the day they didn't have you know depth finder well they didn't have that and they also didn't have a weather report to know a hurricane was coming (laughs) (laughs) they believe they believe actually that's how the atocha the one that mel fisher found they believe that's what happened to it was it got because originally it was heading for spain and wound up over off the coast of florida oops yeah big time (laughs) it took a major turn to the east they were trying to run from it yeah they they believe it was because of a hurricane and so, but the bad thing is too, when these ships go down because of these storms and throughout history, the currents moving constantly, you have wind changing direction, storms, hurricanes, so on and so forth, that just riddles the stuff everywhere for miles across the bottom of the ocean. That's why it's so hard to find sometimes. Like even when the Titanic went down, I mean, think about that, how long it took to actually find the Titanic. Yeah, because it got carried by the current. Yep. It, it, it took a guy decades before they found it. Oh yeah. So. And now they make movies. And now they make movies. Um, Montana. Hannah? Montana. Hannah? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering how many more times I might say Montana. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> but no, Montana, so they're th- – think about this. You have the Oregon Trail. You have the Great Migration West. Mm-hmm. And Montana is one of the states that had to go through, Kansas, Montana, all the Great Plains states. Yep. 
I would go. I would love to go there and see exactly what I would find because I mean, yeah, they had their supplies and stuff, but how many times do you think someone was carrying like a ton of like their gold or whatever? Because you know, rich people back in that day, they were still they were going by wagons too. And then oh, you yeah. had outlaws, bank robbers, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, most of that stuff you think about, you know, Texas and DB Cooper, Oklahoma. Yeah, boy. There's an infamous story. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, if you're on private land, you can keep it as long as you've obtained permission from the landowner. Yeah. So get that in writing before you go treasure hunting out there. Anything I find, I can keep. But if it's on, um, you know, public land, you cannot remove any artifacts off the land because yeah. Bureau of Land Management will uh, kick your butt. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, look at right now, Uganda. Uganda. Oh, yeah. The gold found. Now, granted, that was not a treasure, but Dude. in a way it is. I mean, they found gold. Yeah, th- no, that's treasure. That yeah. Counts. yeah, just not cut down into coins. <laughs> that was uh, estimated worth, what was it, $13 trillion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, $13 trillion. 32 million tons of pure gold. 32 million tons of gold worth $13 trillion. That is more than the national debt. We could pay off our national debt with that. We we can do we can yeah yeah that's so crazy. we're probably going to go to war with them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy, I can't believe that. I mean, right now I think because of it, and I could be wrong on this and jumping the gun, but I think because of it, I think they are now like the richest country oh, yeah. in the world because of it. Well, I mean, if they had any debt, it's paid. I mean, yeah, it's paid off. Hey, now. this is where you like switch back to the gold standard and say, "Yep, we're uh, we're rich." Mm-hmm. So I'm looking here at some of these other like, man, all these treasures like found in Egypt and all that too. Which uh, of course, because <laughs> the pharaohs and all that, they believed in taking everything with them to the afterlife. Yeah, you could take yeah. it with you. Yeah, so a lot of these pyramids were filled with all their gold and treasures and silvers and diamonds and yada yada yada. And some of these are worth into the billions of dollars now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throughout time. Dude, what I wouldn't give to be able to go treasure hunting back before all these walls were made. Oh, my God, yeah. Dude, it would be awesome. Like, you can literally change change your life. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, so, Egypt, Egypt for you? Um, I don't want to go to Egypt. <clears throat> I have no interest in going there to go treasure hunting. I really don't. Mm. I, the only thing I would go there for is to be able to see the pyramids and go, okay, I saw them. They have way too way too many curses there. I don't want to take a chance. Yeah. Wind up in the, what, the Mummy 5 or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> don't want that happening to me. No. All right. So, the lost treasures of the world, the top 10. Oh, God. Yeah. So, the top 10, ranging in from number 10, is the tomb of Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Really? Uh huh. Huh. That, I wouldn't even. He would. He wasn't even on my radar, dude. Yeah. His death is shrouded in mystery. The great Khan died in the summer of 1227 during a campaign along the upper reaches of the Yellow River in Yushan. The real cause of his death remains unknown. Um, Somebody got him in his sleep. Yeah. So apparently, um. Okay. So his body was transported by his soldiers back to his homeland, where he was buried in his uh, at his own request in an unmarked grave somewhere in the heart of the Burkhan Kaldum mountains. As he himself requested during his lifetime, the place was not marked in any way, no mausoleum, no temple, no tombstone. 
uh, based on the legends, every soldier involved in the burial was killed in order to keep the location secret. I would, I believe that. I mean, Genghis Khan was very, 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 very brutal. Like, okay, wicked brutal. Think about this. Okay, yeah. we're we're gonna do a little detective work here. Mm-hmm. So let's just say there was ten people who killed themselves after his burial. Okay. Did they travel back to their homelands and kill themselves? You know, because they can't leave the body. They can't kill themselves where they buried him at because it kind of gives away where he's buried. You know what I'm saying? Fair. So do they, like, travel back to their homelands? And if they all, you know, were killed to protect him, when they say they were killed, did somebody else kill them? So, and... And if so, does that person... Because let's face facts. People talk. Yeah, people talk. Yeah. Somebody knew. Somebody probably knew, but now they don't. Um, <laughs> no, um, so how I would invention it would be like chain of command. So imagine you're Genghis Khan. Okay. You're king of the world, basically. Yep. Or I'm the that, man. that part of the world. Myth the legend. Okay. And you are dying. Okay. And you give this lieutenant that like wanders around or whatever the orders that like, hey, mm-hmm. when I die, these five guys are going to go bury my body over on this hill over here. When they get back, um, they're going to come report directly to you. Mm-hmm. These are your guys. I want you to kill all of them. Okay. Don't talk to them. Just kill all of them. And they would have done it. I yeah. mean, but first, now the lieutenant knew where he's buried at, though. Oh, fair. Then that's when he talks to his other lieutenant. It's like, look, I'm going to be buried. This lieutenant's going to know. Kill him. He's going to do like the Joker. Remember in the very first beginning part of the uh, Dark Knight uh-huh. in the bank when he had each person kill the other person? Yeah. So he was the only one left? <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. We figured it out. We figured out how Genghis Khan <laughs> pulled it off. He pulled a Joker. <laughs> That's where they got the idea from the, for the Joker. That's how they got it. Man, these Hollywood people are smart. So I would definitely treasure hunt like Israel. Or not not necessarily Israel, but like the uh, the surroundings of it. Just for the archaeological, because first of all, anywhere anywhere in the Middle East, I mean, Iraq. First of all, let's start with Iraq. Oh my God! All the Dude, gold that's around there. Well, not even the gold. Just like Iraq is where Babylon was. Yeah, and Babylon was a major hub of mm-hmm. everything. The Babylonian Empire, daggum near took over the world. Yeah. So I mean, to find their lost civilization or to find more pieces of it. That's insane. Dude, I I don't just want... I got one. You got one? Hit me. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead with yours. But, I got a big one after this. Like, I don't want to treasure hunt just to be like rich or famous or anything like yeah. that. I I want to do it just because I'm curious. Yeah. I want to find it and go, dude, we found it. Let's go get a beer. <laughs> that would be us. We would find it and probably just leave it. Just that, that We knew that we found it. Unless yeah. it was worth a lot of money. Well, no, we, no, yeah. no. We definitely shot it from the rooftops because... We don't want people getting credit for what we do. Yeah. <laughs> Big fun. Um, Go get yours. So think about this one, though. What? And I already have a list here, but this one's off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. All the lost treasure, art, artifacts hidden by Hitler's army. Oh, I knew you were going to go there. Imagine that. Dude, didn't they find like a, uh, like a buried uh, – it was like a mansion that was basically underground full of crap. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes. And and there's still more out there, you know, because of all the stuff that they collected and stole and everything else, well, you know, killed people for and all that. Yeah, it was a country smaller than the size of Texas that almost took over the world. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And then the other big one, now flipping over to the, uh, you know, to the more uh, spiritual side. Yes. The Knights Templar treasure. Oh. Yeah. So the Knights Templar were one of the first and famous, uh, most famous religious military orders in Europe, founded in 1119. Its original purpose was to support the new kingdom of Jerusalem against Muslim neighbors and to protect Christian pilgrims visiting the holy places. Over time, the order gained enormous influence and wealth, seeing a threat in the face of the Templars. Philip IV won the assistance of the Pope to deal with them. In 1307, he arrested the most influential knights and smashed their treasury. However, it turned out to be empty. What the Templar treasure is and where it is hidden remains a mystery that has fascinated the world for over seven centuries. I can almost guarantee that there is still, I don't want to say secret societies, but secret societies that 100% know. Oh, I'm what sure. All of this is, they're caretakers of it. They're. Yeah. There's probably like monasteries and yeah. secret – not even secret places, like right in the middle of your face. Can you imagine going through the archives of every government on the planet for stuff that they found and kept hidden from the people? Uh, not just the United States. All of them. All of them. Yeah. I want to see what the Vatican has got hidden because oh, they have a time. repository that you are – nobody's allowed into yeah, except no for like is. the Pope. Dude, the Vatican has its own – Branch of, like, the military. Yeah, they're their own country. They're literally yeah. – they have their own, quote-unquote, sovereign territory. Yep. Largest corporation in the world. Yep. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Some of the stuff we could find there. Hmm. Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, never mind. Yeah. Somebody yeah. give us money to go do that. Yeah. Give us – you know what? If we could find investors, we will go check all this stuff out. Oh, yeah. You find no, investors for us, we will go look and we will find this stuff. Dude, we, it, we were literally how this topic came up for the show. We were talking about like, what if we wound up like, what if we hit the lotto or something? Yep. And what what will we do with? Okay, whatever? everybody knows about the 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 one we just had that was for like a billion dollars. Yeah. All right. And after cash out for taxes, all that it came out to like you know four hundred and something million dollars. Yeah. So that would be more than enough to finance me and Jesse to go treasure hunting. Mm-hmm. And we really did. We were like, what would we do with our time, you know, besides the radio show? Because we'd still do the radio show because we love to entertain. Mm-hmm. It would just be a much, much bigger thing. Um, but what we planned on doing was we're like, you know what? We would actually go treasure hunting. We would go look for the craziest things out there, like the nice Templar. That's one thing we would probably go look for. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I so we'd have to be real careful doing that because the nice Templar – and those – that would lead us to places that are still in dispute, like the True. Dome of the Rock over in Jerusalem. Yeah. And places that have been fought over by Muslims and Christians and Jews for centuries – not okay. even centuries, well, millennia. How about, this? how about the ones that would – thousand years. How about the ones that would either start a war or get us killed? We'll probably stay away from no, no, we wouldn't. We're too stupid not to. Okay. The ones that probably get killed will still do, just not the ones that would start a war. Because we don't want to cause problems for everybody. You know, if we get killed, then that's occupational hazard. That's exactly how we would go, though. We would literally get killed and be like, you Americans, you have no respect. 
I don't know if that's the right accent or not. I don't care. I'd be like, you're the one hiding the crap. I don't know why you're blaming us. (laughs) I just had a shovel. And we're the bad guys. (laughs) I was just looking for my beer. So, yeah, I I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. (laughs) I'm just dumb enough to do it. Um, The next one is the Lost Dutchman Mine. Not Dutch oven, all right? Lost Dutchman Mine. We all know about what the the Dutch oven is. Like the Flying Dutchman? Well, is Okay, so the Lost Dutchman Mine is located in the, uh, in the Superstition Mountains near Phoenix, Arizona. The Lost Dutchman Mine is alleged gold, uh, or an alleged gold mine, found by a powerful Mexican family in the early 1800s. For years, they extracted as much gold as they could while keeping it a secret until their final expedition ended with the death of nearly the entire family killed by the Apache in the region. The last person to allegedly have seen the mine was the German immigrant Jacob Walzer, who found in the late 1800s his partner and hid part of the gold, or with his partner, and he uh, hid part of the gold. Uh, and he hid it, allegedly, somewhere up in the mountains. Until his death in 1891, he described the location of the mine to only one person, his neighbor, who looked after him in his final days. Nevertheless, many have tried to find it unsuccessfully. In fact, the area and the treasure itself are nowadays considered to be cursed since many who have tried to find the treasure in the past never came back. Sketchy. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's not even sketchy. That's secret society stuff. Those are the Knights, Knights Templar right there, buddy. Ow. They didn't say how recent it was. This could have been you know, back all the way back then. It could be that everybody who went looking for it got killed by the Apaches. That is a fair point. The Apaches didn't. They didn't play. Well, they took a lesson from everybody else, all the other Native Americans that got like, Dude, the Apache Indians the created guerrilla warfare. Fair. I don't know about created, but... No, it, they literally created guerrilla warfare. They definitely used it on us. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. Don't mess with an Apache. You're not going to win. No. Yep. So, what do you got? I saw you looking over here. Yeah, no, I was looking at... I got... Law, ooh, Amelia Island? What? Million Island takes his name after blah, 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 blah. You can see many millions of dollars worth of houses. No, I want to see gold. A little girl from Million Island, while making mud pies in their backyard, found silver and copper coins from 1683 to 1772. In the same backyard, a man also found $17,000 silver coins, grape shot, errant. So I want to go treasure hunting in the Million Island. No, 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 not $17,000. He found 17,000 silver coins. Good God. From 1683 to 1772, do you know how much that would be worth right now? Too much. Probably about $3 million. Okay. We can, that's, that is probably more than $3 million, bud. Here, hold on. Let's find out. Yeah. Google. Google. Such a wonderful tool. Let's see. Spanish. Dude, it's hot in the studio. They yeah. can do something about the AC. <laughs> worth. Spanish silver worth. We're going to find this treasure for you One people. One pirate coin... One silver pirate coin worth about $67. So 67 times 17,000? Jesus Christ. 17,000. One million. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's not too shabby. Uh Uh-huh. You always doubt me. You said three million, fool. Shut up. Okay, I overshot it by two million. Actually, a million and a half. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I shot it over by one and a half million. Wrong, 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 wrong. You're wrong. You're still wrong. I don't care. You're a whore. <laughs> Not anymore. 
So <laughs> the Amber Room. Is, oh, that's the Nazi one, right? Well, it's a symbol of both Russian and German masterpieces. The Amber Room was the pride and joy of the Romanov House. Romanov. It's Black Widow? Yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, so anyways, it, if for you non-Marvel fans, we're talking about Romanov, you know, Natalie Romanov, you know, Black Widow. You, Scarlett Johansson. You, yeah, do you... Like, you, literally... Catch up, people. Read a book. Scarlett right. Johansson and leather. If you're a dude, why are you not watching this? There you go. All right. <clears throat> it mysteriously disappeared during the World War II and has been unknown ever since. And while Russian masters and scientists are recreating this amazing place in the 21st century, the location of the original Amber Room continues to spark debate among enthusiasts. Peter the Great, the first Russian emperor to rule from 1682 to 1721, is known for his love of curiosities. His collection of unusual and unique objects, or the so-called Kometa, uh, a room full of exceptional things, from minerals to deformed human embryos, uh, continues to be displayed in St. Petersburg. Even in Peter's time, every monarch in, the Europe knew, uh, in Europe knew that there was no better way to please the powerful Russian uh, czar than to give him an extraordinary gift. This is what the uh, Prussian Friedrich Wilhelm, um, the first had did when he wanted to win Peter's favor. In 1716, he represented the Russian emperor with a room designed by the best Baroque Prussian architects and sculptures decorated with amber and gold. This was the famous Amber Room, which was later called the Eighth Wonder of the World for its stunning beauty. During the reign of Adolf Hitler, German, uh, Germany officially announced that many works of art from previous centuries, including the room, had been stolen by the German people. Imagine that. According to Alfred Rode, a German art critic who supposedly took care of the Amber Room after it was stolen, um, it survived even the heavy bombings of uh, Konigsberg in 1944, where it was allegedly kept. However, the Soviet troops found no trace of it once they captured the city. And just like that, one of the most exceptional treasures of the world, gone. I remember watching that document. I might have actually been watching Expedition Unknown on that, where they where he was looking for that. Can you imagine? I mean, you got to think. If you add in the oddities that was there, the originals mm-hmm. that they had, God knows what the oddities were, and I'm doing air quotes of God knows what they may have found and had there, uh, combined with all the gold, silver, diamonds, the whole the whole shebang. Once again, there's probably another treasure like room that's worth probably well over a billion dollars. Oh yeah, if not more, probably yeah. trillions. I mean, just one of those patents would be priceless. Mm-hmm. So I want to find eight pieces of eight. <clears throat> oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah, you go ahead. I got to so hear this. Like, I love eight pieces of eight. And pieces of eight, unlike you know Pirates of the Caribbean, was actually Spanish coins that were minted with grooves on the sides so nobody could like shave off any of it mm-hmm. because back then it was by weight. Yep. You know, your money was by weight. And what they would do, they would cut one Spanish coin into eight pieces to make change. Yep. Because, you know, back then it wasn't illegal to cut money like it is now. Yeah. So I, I, back then, I could literally get a dollar, cut that sucker in half, give you half of it. Here you go. Here's a half dollar. Yep. But uh, I would love to find, like, eight pieces of eight. That that would be just – I wouldn't even, like, report it or anything like that. Like I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> now the IRS is coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, I mean, you got to think about that is That is, like – finding that would be like dropping a – a diamond in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and you found it. Yeah. To find all eight pieces scattered across the ocean floor, 
in in one or location. even just on land. I don't care. Well, I'm just saying. I don't general. even care if I got to buy it at this point. I think it would just be cool to have like pieces of eight. That would be insane. That would be like in in Florida, of course. You know, you can find things like that. Yep. And another reason why I like Florida. Yep. Florida. Well, the next one we're gonna go after. Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. I first I got to get my bullwhip and a fedora. So, yeah, the Ark of the Covenant undoubtedly remains one of the most uh, mystical objects mentioned in the Bible. Everyone remembers Spielberg's immortal classic Raiders of the Lost Ark, where the brave Indiana Jones went through great adventures to discover the priceless artifact. But what exactly was the Ark? Um, Even to this day, nobody really knows what really the Ark is. Uh, According to descriptions in the Bible, it was a chest of, I can't even pronounce this word, wood. Uh, Acacia? I gotta find it now. <laughs> See, now you're gonna make me just sit here and be all quiet, you know. And yeah, I was on a roll. You had it right. Good okay. job. Acacia. All right, so acacia wood with a gold casing, which symbolized the presence of God among the people. Inside was kept a golden pot with heavenly mana, Aaron's rod, and two plates with God's commandments written on them, mm-hmm. received by the prophet Moses on Mount Sinai. The ark was carried by the Jews to the Promised Land by his supernatural powers. Yahweh's people were invincible. The power of the ark dried up the river Jordan for the Israelites to cross and sent diseases to the Philistines who dared to fight with the elect, uh, with the elect of God. The ark still existed during the reign of King Josiah in 7th century BC. It is believed to have been lost during the conquest of Jerusalem by Babylonian king, uh, Nebuchadnezzar in 58 or 587 BC or earlier as it was not mentioned among the relics and treasures looted from Solomon's temple. Obeying the God's command, the Israelites never created another ark, and its secret remained irretrievably lost. So, legend has it that somewhere in Israel, and the underground tunnels that Mm -hmm. are apparently there, there is a group of priests, I guess, yeah, priests, that actually are caretakers of the ark. Yeah. And they move it around from place to place underneath the city and keep it from being falling into the hands of anybody, basically, until yeah. the time is right, till the temple's rebuilt, until they put the Ark of the Covenant in there. Well, here's a fun fact for you. The Knights Templar? Aye. Yeah. When they were slaughtered and killed, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the, the, I think it was a king, I forget who it was. I have to look back on it. That's how Friday the 13th came to be. Really? Yeah, they were killed on Friday the 13th. That's how that came to be a bad luck day. Yeah, well, that was bad luck for them, That's for sure. That's actually how it started. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I think actually, um, what was it, a king, they rebelled against the king, or the king didn't like that they didn't submit to his authority? They didn't they submit only... to his authority, and he wanted them all wiped out. Yeah. They they became, uh, allegedly, according to him, they were, like, not of God, and so they had to be wiped out. Yeah, no, they raped, pillaged, plunder, and yeah. they they abused their power. So, now a little fun fact. Now you know how Friday 13th started. And then, of course, you know, people who have that phobia of the number 13, Triskaidekaphobia is the actual name of it. Say that again? Triskaidekaphobia. Okay. That's actual. I had that as a word for a spelling bee competition when I was in fourth grade. That's oh. how I learned that word. Wow. Yeah. So, it means fear of anything dealing with the number 13. So, that's how that came to be for Friday 13th. Friday the 13th. God, I am, like, tongue-tied today, man. I'm tired. <laughs> so, anyways... Now, looking at the aspect of the Ark. Now, granted, now for the listening audience out there, yes, we've been reading out some of this information to you, but some of this we're going in with our own insight on possibilities of stuff, this being one. The Ark of the Covenant. 
let's say for argument's sake, it's real. It is. Just saying, argument's sake, it's real with actual tablets for Moses. You know, the, There's the too of much historical documentation from not just... Just bear with me. Okay, okay. All right. Blah, that blah. means that that stuff... Oh, I'm going to punch you right in the throat. <laughs> that means that that stuff, though, really is actually a proof of divinity, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, according to God, we're not allowed to have that proof of divinity. That's why we can't find the ark. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Fair, fair. I yeah. like it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just, that's why I wanted you to let me finish. I was just saying that for argument's sake, for people who don't believe, if it is real, that's why we may not be able to find it. Oh. So generally, I, I found I found something for Florida. Okay. Generally, Florida allows treasure hunters to keep half the amount of their findings. However, some counties, parks, and private beaches may require you to report the item you found to check it, check it, see if it's lost treasure or belongs to someone. Okay. I do know that you have to show proof of its of its like uh okay. Let's say it's a, a ship that you say you found, Spanish galleon, whatever, right? You have to have some type of proof off of your findings that proves that that is that vessel. You do have to have something like a proof, like, you know, uh, maybe some type of marking that, that you found on the plank that, you know, from the ship that says, yes, this is that ship that I found. That's how you claim your stake. You well, have to be able to prove it is what you found. What if you're just like ignorant like me and just would be like videoing it or whatever? Then we just take like, it and run. I, I don't I don't even know if this go is to Mexico, wrong. change our names. They got beautiful beaches. My name is Manuel. There you go. <laughs> My name is Jose Canseco. Canseco. Yep. Wasn't that a baseball player? Don't care. We'll be <laughs> Mexico. I mean, who's gonna look for Jose Canseco? I mean, come on. <laughs> Fair. There. That's where I'm gonna be. <laughs> Dude, they got beautiful beaches down there. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. Just uh, watch out for the cartels, bro. Well, we'll have a lot of money. We could buy them out. Mm, they would probably just shoot us. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're like, just it, going it, to Key it West. Would, it would be fair. I like that. We're going to Key West. Key West. Eventually, that is where I – this is no joke. That is where I am going to be eventually for good because that is – you know, I've lived there for years. Uh, Key West really became like my second home and then wound up becoming in my heart like my main home. My home, my hometown is Sarasota, Florida, mm-hmm. but I was – a water guy. Grew up on the water my whole life. And living down in Key West when I was down there is the one place besides Sarasota, like Siesta Key, that really, truly felt like home to me. All right, so I'm going to hit you with the last one. All righty. So I want to go to where they filmed Jurassic Park at mm-hmm. and see if there's actually dinosaurs. You believe there might be real dinosaurs. Somebody's had to have done it. I mean, look, right now they're messing around with Terminator technology. Who's to say? And they're already okay, – people, people are eating cloned beef right now. That's if you, true. If you Google it, yeah. people are literally cloning cows, cloning sheep, cloning yeah. this, that, and the other, and feeding it to the public. If you don't yeah, believe me, look it's it not up. Illegal. It. It's not illegal to clone animals. Yeah. It's illegal to clone humans. Yes. So. And they say that's because of the God complex that you – Who's to, to say – that we haven't found some amber with some dinosaur DNA in it, or somebody hasn't scraped, like found some like living marrow in a fossil or something, yeah. or you know, kind of jacked up marrow and filled in the gaps with a toad or whatever, or take stuff from like a basking shark that we thought had been extinct for thousands of years, it's, or, or millions of years, take actually. it from an iguana and make Godzilla or something. Like I, I really think yeah. that somewhere because you know 
people. People are stupid. Yeah. Well, scientists. They're, they're, they're okay. Remember, like, like we used to say, they were very smart, dumb people. Not going to specify who we're talking about. Well, the, but, they yeah. they don't think of the consequences of their actions. Exactly. And I, I want to see if there will be dinosaurs somewhere on this planet right now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, okay, I get lizards, blah, blah, blah. And for real, I 100% think, like, T-Rex had feathers and barked like a chicken. Possibly. Because. I mean, anything's possible. If you look at the skeletal makeup of a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. And that of a chicken, pretty daggum similar. <laughs> like, except for the arm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna use the technical term. That's the biggest rooster I ever saw. But you know what other word I was gonna use? Yeah. Well, I mean, but seriously, that like they say that dinosaurs were more related to birds than they were like lizards. Yeah. Now, after you know whatever, yeah. however long of like researching blah 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 well look at crocodiles and alligators they're living they're living dinosaurs oh, yeah. oh, you yeah. know uh, the rhinoceros there's another one mm-hmm. you know emus another one really yeah Emu? yeah emus have been around for millions of years really yeah i did not know that and the only thing that changed about them so far is height really is the only thing that's changed see i feel like i feel like that has to do with oxygen content could be because when there was a less people, b more trees, mm-hmm. c less carbon emissions, blah blah blah, whatever, um, there was more oxygen in the atmosphere. Yeah. And places with more oxygen tend to have bigger people and yeah. bigger animals. And that's a true fact. I mean, look at people from like Switzerland, from the Netherlands. They have very clean air there. And they're tall. And they're and most of them you meet are like six foot and taller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's not like making a joke. That's like for real. Yeah, no. I. Yeah. That's why the joke is a lot of these corn-fed big country guys. You know. Yeah. They're in the country. There's a lot of trees. Oxygen. Yeah. You know. <laughs> like, yeah. And they eat a lot of beef and a lot of potatoes. Oh, yeah. A lot of protein all day long working in a field. Yeah, they're big boys. So I have a tortoise, um, red-footed tortoise, mm-hmm. and I, you know, they eat greens, they eat fruit, but I've also been giving them like. Some chicken because they need protein, mm-hmm. and also some eggshells. And occasionally I'll scramble up an egg and give it to him too. But he goes first of all, he goes right after the protein. Like yeah. I've never seen anything chow down on chicken like that. Like this <laughs> dude is like, I'm, 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 I'm like, imagine like a triceratops chomping down on a chicken, bro. It's, it's serious. <laughs> it it's sounds like super- me at the buffet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, ever since I started giving him a little more protein, a little more calcium, he's gotten a lot bigger. Like, mm-hmm. quick. So, meat-eating dinosaurs or meat-eating lizards or mm-hmm. whatever, high oxygen content. I mean, all that protein, calcium, because they eat the bones and all, bro. Hey, everything. Bones, cartilage, the whole nine. Yep, just the like bone marrow, human. which is actually very good for you. Oh, yeah. Just yep. like humans did a while back, which is why everybody has problems with their joint now because nobody's eating that cartilage and you have to take collagen supplements. Yep. Or cartilage or whatever. Yeah. But Fish oil. It helps. That, yep. yep. And... These massive creatures, probably somewhere still around, you know, we probably have little dinosaurs running around. That's why I think chickens, because I don't see any, like, lizards running around looking like a T-Rex. Okay, we know we've been able to clone things for decades, all right? Yes. Loch Ness Monster. Ah, plesiosaurs, dude. What if that is one that somebody cloned? Oops. And it got out. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) My bad. Who left the gate open? (laughs) And that then all of a sudden you're seeing in the news. Yep. yep. And they would do it in, like, what is that, Scotland, right? Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. 
What? Bigfoot. What if Bigfoot is an anthropological person from the past that they've cloned? They could do that. I mean, didn't they find like a, a troglodyte in like an ice cube or something in like Russia or? Oh yeah. 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 I mean, think about that. What if they, what if they clone like, you know, the, uh, what do you call it? The caveman. You know yeah. what I mean? So Bigfoot is actually a clone that escaped that is a caveman. That's why it's got a lot of hair, walks upright. Dude, we might be onto something. We are onto something. Yep. We're going Bigfoot hunting. Yeah. And we don't even need drugs to do this. I know. Imagine, dude, imagine us on like mushrooms or something. <laughs> dude, we would so make the news. <laughs> Well, and not even that. The crazy like conversations we'd have, like just... you went base, you know, base jumping. Where off the coffee table? <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Well, speaking of coffee and psychedelics and stuff, did you know that um, uh, coffee is a psychoactive drug? Yeah, because if I don't have my coffee in the morning, somebody's dying. Well, no, no, no. It's literally like it's not just a stimulant like caffeine would be. Yeah. It's also a psychoactive drug. So yeah. it, like it accelerates like. It does that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I love I mean, it when you get technical. Yeah. Obviously, I need some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the only thing I hate about us doing this show on Saturday afternoon, so late in the afternoon, because we work many, many hours during the week. We have long – and then Saturday and Sunday, you know, you work Saturdays half the time, too, for half a day. I took two days. I'm doing other stuff around, you know, that I do on Saturdays trying to catch up from the week that mm-hmm. I've been working. And then go jeeping. Yeah. And then by the time we jump on air, man, it's like we're wiped. You know, this is why we need our, our radio show to start paying us, like real, like be on, like you know, I don't know, a we major need network. You people or, to start telling everybody about this. Yeah, tell, tell everybody friends. about us. Say, look, listen to the stupid guys here. Imagine what we could even do if, if we had more free time. I want people, even if they're like listening, I want them to, even if they don't like us, to listen to us. That way, they can make fun of us. Yeah, make fun of what? us. We don't care. No publicity is bad publicity. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah, uh, we uh we would love for everybody to start like, you know, going back and you know what, and putting this out there now for people who may have just started listening live today. If you want to listen to our shows, our back shows, we're on everything. We're on iHeartRadio. Everything? Pando everything. iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, you wherever you can listen to a podcast. We're even in what, Amazon books or something like that they threw us on there. <laughs> yeah. You can actually pull our podcast show up with Amazon books, which is kinda weird. We didn't even know we were on there. Somebody else found us on it. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of like, you know, that first porn you did. All of a sudden, somebody's like, hey, guess what I found of you? Yeah, you know, it was like that for us. You not, ever, not porn, but, you know. I highly suggest anybody that's in the dating scene, look up your, like, uh, newly found, like, date. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're especially if you're interested, save their own Pornhub. <laughs> Only fans. I just removed everybody's relationships. Wiped. Oh, wiped clean. Delete, delete, delete. delete. Yep. <laughs> Done. <laughs> You are you are the anti Cupid. Yes, <laughs> you yes, just I am. destroyed Valentine's Misery loves Day. company. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. So check us out on there. Make fun of us. Talk junk. We're probably going to be talking junk about each other. We always do. Yeah, and we actually got some stuff coming up in the near future that we'll be divvying out at a later date. Um, that's going to be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have a great weekend. Be safe. Stay away from scammers, and don't smoke crack. Bye. I'm